Hello everybody and welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of adult children of alcoholics in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Also, please take a moment to rate our podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes. It will help others find the podcast. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting to attend, go to adultchildren.org and click on Meetings. This week we're hearing a recording from back in February from Steve. He's got a great share on the role of patience and persistence in his recovery. Please enjoy. For the time, um, may I have a five and a one, please? Thank you. Um, I'm Steve, adult child. Um, I've been giving attention to people at work all day, so now I get some attention. Yes. (laughs) Um, So um, the what I found in what I like in the red book, the doctor's opinion. um, There's one in. Alcoholics Anonymous, and there's also one, a separate one for ACA. Um, and I want to read from the end of the doctor's opinion. Um, and it's, um, it's about patience and persistence. So the doctor is talking about kind of the advanced development of the program. Um, and, um, but just to preface that, um, at the beginning, he, um, he talked about three stages and I'm I'm going to read about the third stage but the first stage was becoming general uh, just paraphrasing but to get stabilized from our addictions and our um, destruct uh, difficulties and to get calmed down is like the first stage and then the second stage is like working the steps and then so I'll read from the third stage patience and persistence Stage two recovery is nearly always slow, long, and ponderous. Effective aids include attending ACA meetings, working the 12 steps, individual counseling, and stage two or trauma-focused group therapy long-term. In my clinical experience, psychiatric drugs do not eliminate the effects of childhood trauma and seldom result in more than superficial improvement or conclusive long-term benefits. Recovery takes patience and persistence. We are naturally impatient to reach the end without delay and skip the hard work of the program. An important part of successful recovery is learning to accurately name the components of our inner life as they come up for us, including our various feelings and learning to tolerate emotional pain without trying to medicate it away. In the last paragraph, one of the most One of the most profound principles of healing is embodied in the phrase, one day at a time. Although healing takes a long time, by using this admonition, our outlook can shift immediately, making the journey not only more tolerable, but meaningful, and anchoring us in the present moment. As we grieve our buried pain and work through our core recovery issues, with patience we will slowly release our past unresolved internal conflicts. 
we gradually discover that our future is a destination not yet determined. Our life is in the present, which is where we can eventually find peace. That's uh, Dr. Charles Whitfield of Atlanta, Georgia, and he wrote that in 2006. <clears throat> so, so um, I got to speak here um, last year, and um, I talked about the tool I was really passionate about was um, therapy, therapeutic work with a therapist. And um, so I chose the, um, the doctor's uh, opinion because of the, um, I feel like that therapy has allowed me the framework um, and the, um, a lot of the release of the pain in, in some ways or recognition that I'm able to like uh, more willing now to, to go into the pain or to experience it and not to uh, not to run from it as much. Um, so my major um, qualifying, I would say, like family um, um, trouble was my mother was so full of fear and um, um, her marriage was rough with my dad and he wasn't much help. So basically us kids saw them fight all the time and argue and uh, you know, that, that hurts. Like um, you don't want to see people like that are as a kid, they're just like these people are so important and they're just acting despicably. So I, I don't know. Um, but amongst that, our family learned to put on the mask. Everything was fine all the time. So, um, you know, everything being great. Um, like, as a child, that worked okay. You know, could grab the toys and play, play sports. I love to play sports. It was my first addiction. And, um, but my, um, my second addiction was attention. And the reason is because my mother was numb. She didn't have like feelings really, except anger and like fear was it. So she just wouldn't, wouldn't pay attention to me. Um, and, um, I had to do some like discovery about this. It's kind of like how scientists look at what the dinosaurs did. You kind of got to go back in time. And I've seen my mother now with my nephews and I've seen how my sister is a lot like my mother, how she treats her children. And uh, so I, I got to realize with the, with this, the help of this program, like this is what happened. And uh, you know, those formative years, the first five years, um, babies, uh, kids are so powerful. You know, they come into the world and, you know, they start asking for things and taking things. And, you know, um, my, my mother was so scared and, and I know, I know my mother's so controlling. She'll, she'll go to work and she'll kiss everyone's ass. She'll be so nice to the neighbors, but anything she has control over, she'll just throw that fear and, and, and uh, anger into me. And um, so um, it's like, 
she really, she really filled me with fear, this and that. So, okay, so I grow up, I'm afraid. Um, so I have to pretend like I'm okay. Um, and um, I guess fast forward to um, um, adulthood, the, the child stuff didn't, didn't work. So I started to feel the feelings now before I would just play and it would cover the, the feelings. Um, and so once I started, once I couldn't stop those feelings, I, I, suffer, I had some depressions I had to deal with because of uh, um, life things. And then um, I couldn't stop the pain anymore. And um, that is the most traumatic thing I've ever gone through. And it seems so, it was just like, I was just going through my first depression at 19. And you would say, oh, well, it's gonna be okay, you know, or something like, just, just handle it. I, that's what most people, and I, to me, it was as if a terrorist came into my house and started to live with me. And he would bully me, this, this depression, because I couldn't put my mask on anymore. And I couldn't numb the pain. And I think that's when my inner child started to get really angry because I, I'm pretty sure from what I've learned in this program, I was dosing, covering the pain with, with attention, um, goofy relationships or whatever. And then I couldn't do it because um, I didn't have the energy anymore to be that false self. And uh, that was the most traumatic thing when I couldn't dose myself that well. And then it just became progressively just destruct destructive because life as I knew it was over. And uh, it's really pathetic because not pathetic, but at the time it was pathetic. And now all I'm realizing it now is my inner child was, was starting to, uh, desire things and just get get really upset and there was no more dosing there was no more numbing so um i found out that um through this program um yeah looking for things outside like dosing um in this program i've learned to come into my body now um which is big it's like when when things would go wrong in the past i would run to uh, some a person or a thing or a substance and now when I'm in pain I um, I run to myself and it's so empowering and it seems so simple and when I first got in the program I couldn't understand the truth the the true self because I was fake and um, also I'm pretty sure I have this theory I'm pretty sure everybody in the world I mean aside from some maybe um, some exceptional folks or some people in this beautiful program, pretty much everybody in the world is fake. <laughs> and, um, and some people in the people that can keep their pain under wraps and acquire the know-how, the knowledge, knowledge is power. Those people are in charge. And, um, and so what I'm learning is that this inner child stuff is like so powerful because if, if I can learn to become real, which I I'm st still have so much to learn, it's like the step 11 says in, uh, I was doing the steps. I finished the steps like a couple months ago and it said step 11, prayer and meditation. It said through all the difficulties of life, um, 
you're now you're starting to get conscious contact with your higher power it says your higher power has been waiting for this moment waiting for you to capture this moment so that you're you could be showered with this real life kind of thing like this power of um what life the the, the mystery the power of the, the mystery of life and so um so what i'm learning about my true self is um he doesn't like he doesn't like bullshit he's used to it he's seen it and he and he doesn't respect fake things and um he's not going to follow anymore and he's really ashamed that he had to follow fake stuff for so long and um so um it's not five minutes yet is it oh, okay thanks um so um let's see one instance um i had a co-worker uh this is like um how i used to like try to get attention from people or like get people to like me to feel good like about a couple years ago this co-worker and i we would go out for um go out for drinks or whatever um and um so like i wanted her to like me so bad and it's like basically my mom, you know, like how I wanted my mom to like me. It's so dysfunctional. Like, oh, you have to like me. And no matter how, whatever problem she had, it's like, it's all about me. I need you to like me. Like I'm using this person just to, just to get attention. And so whatever, it just didn't work out. It didn't go anywhere. And then we reconnected recently. And then we went out again. And because of this program, it's like, I just said goodnight to her, like, yeah, goodnight, uh, thanks. We went to this pub, and, uh, and it was so loud, and, like, she was like, this is so loud, and I was like, I don't care, you know, like, because I picked the pub. Like, two years ago, I'd have been like, oh, no, she doesn't like the pub. She doesn't like me, and I was just like, yeah, it was, it's, it, it was loud, and oh, well, and, um, <laughs> you know, and, 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 it, and it feels so good, and I just said goodnight, you know, it was time to go, goodnight, yeah, uh, and I'm not going to think about her. You know, I'm just going to, like, start thinking about me and, um, like, yeah, I just want to say, like, if it wasn't for this program, like, I wouldn't have had a chance in the world to, like, get it together. And, like, I had no idea what I was about. Like, I had an idea what the world thought I was about, and they told me, and now, like, the gift that this program, the best gift that this program gives me is, like, I can put that past image of me away and I can start over and it's a new adventure, but I had to learn self-care. I had to learn inner parent talking gentle to myself talking because very critical of myself. And so when things go bad, I go right to Steve. I love you. We got this. We're okay. Before I would just like get all scared and try to fix things or control people. And now it's like, I forget about people. Like, who cares? I can worry about people later once I get stronger. Now it's all about Steve, and it's a process, like the doctor said. Um, other tools. Um, yeah, I would just say, like, I was just so afraid of criticism. Like, now, now I can share more with people and not worry about the feedback. It's like, okay, I'll take the feedback if I like it or not, whatever. But before I like wouldn't, 
ask for feedback. Um, now I can do that. Now I can give advice now uh, or give input. Now I can um, speak what I want to speak. And it's just, it's amazing. Um, I don't know. And um, yeah, and also to know this stuff, like to know that in my mind that, that I believe that most people are fake, that gives me confidence <laughs> that, that wait a minute, okay, wait. So I had to deal with all this crap from my family and I, I was saddled with, with a mother that was a monster. Okay, so none of these people in the world are ever gonna put me down and they're never gonna stop me if, if uh, I'm not gonna let them. And so like, and the reason is, is because, you know, I am somebody now. I'm just as good as anybody else. And that goes for like all of us. And that's the thing. I used to think I had to do something to be good. No, you just have to be, to be something. And like, that was, that was a big deal because if you are, if we are something, we don't know people's backstory, you know? And that's another thing. People will judge me so much. They didn't know. They didn't know what I went through. And it's like, okay. And the good thing is now when they judge me, I learned from this program, I don't have to react to that judgment. I used to like, I could feel them, I could feel them looking down on me or criticizing me. And I wanted to do something to them or, or, or make them feel my pain. Not, you know, not too bad in a little bit of way, you know, maybe throw a rock at their shoes or something or, um, but like, yeah, like, um, but now it's like, if they make fun of me, it's like, you're weak. You're weak because you're judging people. You're fake. And like, okay, that's going to make me stronger. That's going to want to make me get better because there's people like you out there that are, that are, that are coming at people and judging people. Good. Bring it on. And then other people like these bullies out there. Like when I see a bully now, it's like, I don't have to react to you. Okay. And when I see your, your weakness, when you're coming at me, it's like, it's good to see these people's weaknesses. But again, I don't want to be like them. I don't want to judge. I got to look at myself and I got to look at my weaknesses because I'm going to turn them into strengths. My biggest strengths now are my weaknesses and I will learn from them. Keep learning and learning from all of you. I love to hear all the stories and uh, of uh, people's ourselves, you know, in, in these false selves. I'm so grateful to my false self because he protected that kid. He, you know, he put him away. Thanks. And, he, and he, he watched out for him and he took the lead. And now we don't need him anymore. But, you know, we enjoyed the ride and uh, now it's time to retire. And um, but uh, thank you. Thank you all for being here and uh, and letting me share. Thank you.